match. <laughs> it is midnight in Baghdad, and no, I'm not going to go to the Ireland match. My name is Goldie Metcalf, and joining me tonight in the studio is, of course, Charlie Norton. Uh, Delighted to have you on the show, Goldie. Uh, it's, it's great to have you It's been here. a long time, yeah. Um, am I going to the match? Charlie was asking me just before we went on air there and completely mistimed the introduction to show off to a farce again. Um, was I going to the match? And the match refers to it's the Ireland match in Denmark. Um, no, the, the, the Denmark match in Ireland. The second. Oh, leg. no, I'm not going to that. And I'm also in Denmark the week after the, the game itself, so I won't be going to that Ironic. either. But okay. Thanks for asking. It's been a, a while. Jam show. <laughs> it's been a while since we've been uh, live on air. Um, I think we kind of had a summer break that unfortunately went on a little bit longer yeah. than we would have hoped. We're uh, back now. But we're back now and tonight really is is a show for you guys to let us know what's going on because some of you obviously were emailing us during the last couple of weeks and months saying, you know, where's the show, what's happening, what's going on. So it's great that people actually want to listen to us and we really appreciate that. But, you know, we want you to give us feedback on tonight because we're thinking of revamping the show isn't that right Charlie that's right yeah big changes we're thinking of making big changes uh, possibly even changing the name of the show folks so you know have a listen if there's something a segment or a bit of format that you'd like email us here at midnight at Baghdad in Baghdad at gmail.com or even Facebook us on our midnight in Baghdad Facebook and if page. you want a little bit more Twitter Charlie well. please write in you know <laughs> rather than just get the odd comment in well you know it'd be great if, if Charlie was more an integral part of the show it, I think it would help. Listener email. It would most definitely help. Okay. Um, so tonight on the show, we're going to talk about a couple of different issues that have popped up recently, as always. Um, we're going to talk about the abortion referendum uh, here in Ireland. We're going to talk about, obviously, we can't have a show after one of the biggest storms in uh, 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane of Storm Brian. Storm Brian is here now. Uh, obviously, during the week, Storm Ophelia played us a video. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, I think other breaking news that's happening in, in the world is uh, Catalonia's fight for independence yeah. and everything that went along there. Uh, we do actually, believe it or not, folks, we did uh, bring back a segment in our show that you were looking for out there. A lot of the emails were saying that Agony Ant is back. And Sarah has wrote in to us to discuss an issue she has with her husband. Uh that's what we have lined up. Charlie, are you happy enough to proceed? Great, or would yeah. you like to add any anything? Oh, it sounds great. You're, you've, you've had a good week. Yeah, excellent. Good stuff. Let's talk to us about the uh, abortion referendum. And 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 this is obviously very important at the moment because it's it's there is a referendum coming. But the reason, the thing that drew my attention to it was, I don't know if you saw the story uh, where there was a girl posted on Twitter who was pregnant and she said that uh, if she didn't get 4,000 tweets or likes she would uh, abort the baby. Did you hear about this? Yeah. Story? It's interesting the way you put it, but yeah. Well, what way would you put it? Well, I, th- I think the way the girl put it was if, sh- if she got 4,000 likes, she'd keep the baby. You know, I suppose it's glass half full. You're looking at it as very, like, very negative. She was trying to put it in a positive way. Well, isn't Presumably it? she had decided to have the abortion and was contemplating changing her mind was she? yeah I see the other side know. of it there but yeah. the end result really is will be the same you're voting whether to did she get the 4,000 likes she did she yeah. did and we assume she kept the baby but I think when you looked actually more into the story it might have been a hoax because there was different fathers claiming to different men claiming to be the fathers and mm. uh, other things so I think yeah. it's not proven if it's right. actually well, true the girl had a lot of kind of very provocative pic- pictures she did selfies, yeah. she did uh, 
but whether it's true or not is irrelevant. It, it just brings us back to the point where we are. You know, that is that what is that what we think of life these days? Is that what we think of unborn children? That you know, if we don't get attention on social media, that we will make these decisions on life or death decisions. Uh, so it kind of paints a picture of where we are with society, and mm. it's very relevant going into what's happening now in Ireland with the the referendum. People being asked to vote, yeah, yeah, and well, not that they're being asked to vote, but. Uh, the fact that to even have a referendum is being pushed and I think there is that's a good point it, it's not that we're being asked to vote it's that, that there's a certain segment in society that are demanding that kind of vote that we demand we vote yeah, yeah. And, and it's wouldn't it be gas if the Taoiseach did it that way like he copied he emulated the girl on Twitter and he puts a picture of himself up on Facebook or whatever and he says right <laughs> if Ireland decides if I get more than whatever is the voting population if I get more than 50% of that we will keep ab- we will get rid of abortion or bring in, bring in a But isn't that down. essentially what he's going to be doing? Yeah. By having a referendum, it It'll is. just be it's, more formal, yeah. Exactly. So it's interesting in that respect. Mm. But what do you think about it? You know, it's a sore subject, and I generally try to steer away from this on our yeah, show. you always do. It's, it's, it's so you're coming out, it's the new show, you're tackling it as the I'm, first issue. Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> isn't you know, a referendum usually that the government want to introduce this change? But you get a sense here that it's more the people of Ireland want to introduce, or a, well, it can a go substantial either way. minority. It can go either way. It's, it's generally something that would be in the interests, or well, they would feel it was in the interests of the country, and they can't implement it because the constitution yeah. doesn't allow. So they they yeah. look for a vote on it. But yes, there are occasions where popular demand or power mm. of the people will uh, cause a referendum to be yeah. had. Have Have there been previous instances of that popular people? Um, I, I, I would say so. the gay marriage. Right. Okay. Um, I'd say that would probably be in one. Um, yeah. that more stemmed from Europe. Divorce. Yeah, yeah potentially. You know, it's uh, would it be fair to say that the government have never had a referendum in which they they were recommending a no vote? The government always recommend a yes vote on a referendum. They put all the money into it. Obviously, they put into both sides, but they put the money into investing. I think that is it's always going to be yes. usually. Yeah, I do believe it is. Right. Uh, at the end of the day, whatever the people want uh, is what the, the, the politicians will follow. You know, so they mm. get voted back in again. Except in Nice. Yeah, um, but I really want to get down to you know what do we think about abortion? What would basically Charlie? What I'm asking what, you is what, what would, would you I be vote? voting? What would you be right. voting? Well, we. We both would vote the opposite way, which means we should both come to an agreement that we don't vote on the day and save ourselves the time, because I, I would be very much um, pro-choice, and you're very much pro-life. Am I right, goalie? Yeah, and it, this is the... T- no, but you're, pro, you're pro-life. We've had this conversation hundreds of times, unless you've changed. No, I am absolutely pro-life. Every mm. every life has a right to be... Every inch of the way, huh? Well, that's <laughs> it. No, but... Th- and that's the way it is. So you're saying don't go, don't go out and vote... Because we just cancel each other out. Yeah, but, but then if, if, then we'd both be suspecting, wouldn't we? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I'll go out and my vote will count double then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you can never trust that. Yeah. Um, plus, you know, the one thing every everybody should do is it's a civic duty, really, to vote, isn't it? It's, yeah. You know, too many people have died uh, for us to obtain that vote, so we should. Ironically, what we're trying to do <laughs> with the new vote. There you go. So yeah. they, I'm sure they'd be turning in their graves. But yeah, I, I'd be very much pro-choice, pro-life. Mm. And and that doesn't mean I'm not pro-life just of the child. I'm, I'm obviously pro-life of the mother. I recognise her right to life as well. Um, so what I, you know, if the way I feel about it is uh, if, the, if the mother 
is in medical danger. <laughs> the wife. <laughs> I was going to say it's the wife, but that's that's it. Nearly came out because we're kind of born here, where cult, you know, our, our culture is that you don't have kids till you're married. That yeah. was what we grew up with. It, it's obviously radically, <laughs> radically changed. <laughs> Both of us. Yeah, it has changed, but. Uh, yeah, but the mother anyway has a right to life. If there's something medically wrong, if that child's putting a da- the mother at risk, well, in the course, the mother has rights and the baby could potentially be aborted in that particular instance. Um, but I would think with the consent of the, the mother, and that might seem strange, but, you know, can you, you have children, Charlie, correct? Mm. Yes. Would you die for your child? Yes. Yeah. So... You know, it's easy to say that because you know your children that they're they're you know you, you know their personalities. You've met them. You've seen them. Uh, for a mother who hasn't seen their child, uh, that could be a difficult decision to make. Save yeah. my child over me, but I think still a lot of mothers would make that decision if given the choice. If given the choice, that's a tough call. It is a tough call, mm. and I and, and I think that's the way it should be, uh, with the consent of the mother. Um, but you, you're 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 saying here, Charlie, that you're very much in favour of the rights of the mother, but obviously you're putting the rights of the unborn child ahead of the mother. Like, there's no denying that. Well, no, I'm I'm <coughs> I'm equal rights, and you know that from listening to the show, people. That I'm always equal rights. I believe in equal rights, and everyone. And there's a segment of the show we're going to be broadcasting soon that will show a different side, isn't that right? I don't believe so. No, um, I do believe equal rights across the board. So yes, the mother should have rights, and yes, the baby should have. I'm not putting one ahead of the other. I think you are, though, goalie. Are you just being politically correct? You, you, the referendum is asking you to prioritize one over the other. It's either the children's right to life or the well, mother's right the to choose. The referendum technically isn't asking us anything yet because it hasn't been worded. No, but, but it, you know, it hasn't been agreed on that we're actually going to have one, but they're, they're pushing that way. Do you honestly think that there mightn't be a referendum? No, I think there will be, right. but what will be contained in that referendum? I don't know. Will it be full-on abortion or will it be abortion in certain circumstances? That hasn't been decided yet. Okay. Well, um, we already have abortion in cer- certain circumstances yes, anyway. but so. I think they're kind of one of not lax those uh, right. criteria, but open it up to give the, the mother uh, you know how would you feel more? about that though goldie uh, do you not think in the interest of democracy it should we, we should kind of be honest about it if we're going to have a, an abortion system in ireland should it not be a straight up abortion should, rather well, than no, this because, kind of one because, foot in the camp no because and the reason i say no is because it'll be just it'll just become another uh, contraception essentially in effect you know, people currently now use obviously condoms, the pill, the rod, femidoms, whatever uh, contraception there is out there. People are using it. Um, I think the that's a fallacious argument. It, no, but it. I think the reason they're using it is primarily not to have children. The the STD, mm. yeah, it's it's kind of considered, but really, I think the fear for most people and the reason they use it is not to have children. Yeah. If they thought that they could have a child, I'm sure they could just have an abortion anyway. Um, and they they may not be so quick to use a contraception in the first place. They might take that risk, and I would envisage that people would be having abortions almost casually. Now, I know that sounds... Ri- it sounds ridiculous, yeah. It sounds ridiculous, and it sounds heartless, but I think that's probably the way it could go. Um, and abortion, it must be a huge thing, and, and it's quite it, costly. It, it is. That's like saying I'm not going to bother washing my teeth, and I'll just get my a tooth filled. I mean, none of us like going to the dentist. No, but it's you know, not a nice thing to do, But you know, and most normal good people wouldn't think that way. But I know there's an element there in society that would actually think that way. 
and, and that's a sad reality, but I firmly believe that that is the case. But then, then surely they're already doing it anyway. They're going, these are the people that you... Yeah, but they're not doing it in our country. You know, it's been made difficult for them to do that. And I think that's part of the reason a lot of people want to bring it in here, because it's obviously a traumatic, traumatic enough thing to do anyway. Having to travel to do it only adds to that problem. I'm saying there's an element there that don't even think like that at all. And because of this element, do you think we should not have yes, a law? Just, just not, because there's a few have, that will exploit it. We should not have flat-out abortion. Absolutely. But you'd not. agree it would be only a few. I, I agree like, that there will be people there, that might would, be that in, stupid. In the yeah. UK and other countries, you know, you've seen or heard stories about people who've had multiple abortions throughout their life. Like, what's going on there? That's That's a lifestyle choice. That isn't... A mistake that isn't a rape that isn't something awful. You know, maybe one can happen, but two, three abortions. Just you know, that's wrong, and that should not be allowed to come into this country. But there must be a, a, a huge, uh, tiny, tiny minority of people that do that, and you can't just. So it's say, okay to allow a few, <clears throat> basically, kill their child, just because there's only a few of them doing it, and it'll benefit the majority. The majority. Well, th- that's the way all law works in any country. It's to, to benefit the majority. Any law, like you pick any law. Pick one so right now. Pick the first law that's coming into your no, head. No, but I don't even want to go there. I want no, Because I want to you know I'm right. No, There's no way a law suits 100% of the population. It's always going to be for the majority of the population and then there's a minority who will, will not like but it. What you're basically saying here now is you've got a room full of 10 people and you've got a room full of 100 people. And you have to make a decision to blow up one of the houses. And if you don't make that decision, the two of them will blow up. Are you, you're saying you clearly killed the 10 people and not the 100. Yeah, I, I presume most people would. Yeah, but There's it, no other alternative or anything. It's not a trick scenario. It's not a trick scenario. Yeah. But do you think you could push that button? And actually you be the person that kills them? If I had no choice and that they were going to die anyway, I think I would. I again it's the way you're looking at it like you said with that girl on Twitter you're saying I'll be killing 10 people someone else might say I'm saving 90 some people might say that but at the same time you know by not pushing that button it could be argued that you're not killing anybody that that the person who blew it up they did it you haven't actually done it you've you could have prevented it but you didn't but isn't not being able to prevent yeah, something no, very, very good point. to actually yeah. being the, the But I think I think you've that's a really really good point. And that's the situation we have in, in Ireland at the moment. The government is allowing people to have an abortion, and they're not they're not getting involved. They know it's happening either illegally or people going to England, so they can say, "Well, we're not we're not encouraging people to have an abortion," but they're standing back and letting it happen, like like me not choosing to save the ninety people or kill the ten people. I'm saying, oh, if if it, if it blows up, I didn't do anything wrong. I think I think, rightly or wrongly, our government needs to make a decision with regards to abortion. I think it does. I, I I'm not saying I think abortion should be legalized. Personally, I do. But if it's if there's a majority that comes out and say it, it shouldn't be, well, then I would be one of the first to say we got we got to strengthen the anti-abortion laws because at the moment they're so, I think, grey, and it's not satisfactory. It's not satisfactory to either camp. No, so, it's not. But I think there is a middle ground. I think, you know, we can move from. Basically, abortion being illegal in Ireland, which essentially it is, it's very difficult to have one, uh, to open abortions. I think there needs to be a middle ground. And, you know, if you if you want to have an abortion, there's an awful lot of circumstances and criteria you have to meet. Uh, it can't be just rock up to the day clinic and away you go. 
you know, it, it can't be that. And have you thought in, about in, what these conditions would be? I, I would think, you know, for example, um, obviously the first one being the medical risk to, to the to parent. Uh, secondly, I think, you know, what's the current status of the relationship that, if you're, that you're in? Because, yes, it's a woman's body, and yes, she has a right to choose for herself. But if she's in a relationship with somebody, shouldn't a father have some kind of say in, in, in that matter? You know, if it was a one-night stand, you might say, okay, well, she doesn't know who the father is, or the father has shown that there's, he has no absolute interest in it. But if, the, say, it's a married couple, for example, let's take the extreme. It's a married... <laughs> no, but, like, you know, it's not just people in relation for a few weeks or a few years. It's an actual properly married couple. They have the house together, the whole lot. She gets pregnant, and she wants having an abortion. Should the husband have any say there whatsoever? Yeah, he definitely should. He should. But mm, it's I can, a totally separate issue. But a, but, a, but a lot of the pro-choice people would say it's completely the woman's body and absolutely up to her to do what she wants. And they won't give consideration to the father at all. Yeah, but but that's not that's not on the agenda and it's not an issue here. That, you know, you're, you're moving the topic into different areas. Well, no, you, you asked me what criteria. So you think a man should have I, a I say? Think, I think one of the questions should be who is the father and what is their, your relationship with the father? You know, it, that should be asked. It can't be just go in and not 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 be considered. So now we have two examples: the medical issues, the father. The third one you'd have to probably look into is if you know the child is going to be. I'm not even happy with this, but if 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 you knew the child was going to be deformed or had special needs or something. Is that something that the mother should be allowed to consider? It's a tough call to make, it's a, yeah. and it's it's a horrible thing to say. I personally think no. Definitely. But I mean, I look at the decision we made, and we're so happy with Jenny. It's incredible. <laughs> no, but you know, it's and that's and that's it. And you know, there's some amazing people out there that have been born with special needs, and you know, they con- they do life. contribute and they do fulfil the place with love and joy. And, you know, they, there's nothing wrong with that. But maybe if we were to meet somewhere in the middle, that should be. One and of if the child had a disability, the parent should have the option. <coughs> I don't think they should. I don't think they should. That sounds crazy. But if 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 this is where we're moving towards, let you know. Let's go. Not let's not go full on abortions in every case. If it's in certain circumstances, that seems very discriminatory. Yeah, it does, and I don't like yeah. saying it, and I feel sick saying it even. Yeah. But it's like if the child isn't, is going to be in a wheelchair, that that life is less valuable. That's what, I, that's what body. I'm saying, isn't it? And that's wrong to say. Sounds sounds um, unusual, yeah. But uh, but surely you don't you don't want a middle ground goalie. You just want a, a firm in an, no. I, in an ideal world, I'd be saying no. Yeah, and and what um, way do you I think realize, the vote will I, actually I, go? I, realize, I think it will pass. Um, it will pass. And yet there was a recent um, poll done in a British newspaper of Ireland, and it was something like sixty forty were saying they're anti-abortion. If asked to vote on, which I'd, surprised I'd pleased, me. I'd be pleased to hear that and hope mm. it is true. Um, and then the last case I would think of that off the top of my head would be in a situation of rape. Um, you know, some person... He's 20 minutes into the show. <laughs> no, but some person that was raped, they got pregnant. You know, it, that, obviously being raped is a horrible, ter- traumatic and terrible experience. Forcing uh, to have the be, kid Becoming is pregnant is worse. even worse. You know, not worse, but it's it adds to the to the trauma. And, you know, if you decide to actually have that baby, you know, some might, might love it and it'd be the best thing that ever happened to them. Others might resent it or might suffer mental health issues as a result. Um, 
so maybe that should be considered you know in those circumstances you can again can i ask you at the moment I, if you're raped in ireland do you have to have the child yeah yeah, legally yeah. you do and that's the way I think it should be and I think that's again that's and just give it up for adoption if you want to give it up for adoption you can and it's a cold thing to say and it's a horrible thing to say but it does seem to give the, the mother the day, nine more right. months like you've gone from one extreme now to the other but it's not even I know you're months. very very sensitive it's not even nine months <clears throat> after it's for the rest of her life because she knows that there's a child out there and that's going to that's going to have devastating yeah. consequences for her so that's why I'm torn on that particular one okay And I, but I would lean towards allowing the child to live because I believe in life um, but I'm willing for our country to go there even though I don't agree with it you know I'm not always going to get my own way but if we're leaning towards full open abortion <laughs> well, let's, show get, you do. let's go here first you know let's Let's meet in the middle somewhere. As in, let a raped woman choose. Yeah. Let a woman pregnant with a disabled child choose. Or I suppose you're saying let, uh, let the parents choose, let the woman yeah, and Yeah, and, uh, you know, the circumstances obviously would be unique to everybody. I'm not saying blanket disabled children yeah. can be aborted. I'm saying each on its own yeah. merit or... Situation. It's a very good topic, Goalie. Um, like the gas thing is, I, I, as you know, I would never have an abortion myself. So it's not something I would ever want my partner to do. Mm-hmm. But I do think very, very strongly that we'd be better off if we did have abortion on demand. I think society would be better. And I think it's important that we let adults choose themselves how they want to live their life. They're, they're allowed to choose their life in so many other ways, with the exception of illegal activities. And to have abortion as an illegal activity strikes me as, as just hypocritical. I wouldn't have one myself, but I, I feel really strongly that a society that has it is better, is more, is more caring, ironically, than a society that doesn't. I have, so, so have to agree to disagree with you there, uh, Charlie, on that one. Um, that's basically our first topic. I hope uh, nobody was bored offended, and I hope people kind of got... No, I don't think people were bored. So who might, might we have offended there? Disabled children? <laughs> we probably offended a lot of people, but I, you know, I think... If we can't have open conversation about these things, what's the point? That's you know, and, and that's what we believe in here in Midnight in Baghdad. We don't want to cause offence. We just want to have a conversation. Um, just to go on a bit of a lighter subject, which is related because did I you asked... Did hear about the new play, play, Playmate of the Month? I did, I what did. What do you think of that? Can we talk about it in a moment? Of course you can. Um, it's your show, I, sorry. <laughs> no, because I just wanted to... to that's a lighter topic. It is, but no, I, I wanted to ask a similar question that I asked earlier, but just change the variables a little bit. Um, the 10 people in the house and 100 people in the house. <laughs> lighter topic. Um, I like that analogy. I like that, that, not analogy, but that conundrum, that choice and that conflict that you have, inner conflict you have with yourself. Um, but you remember in The Dark Knight, um, the Joker basically makes the people of Gotham oh, yeah. make this decision. So I want to ask you if you're on that particular boat or uh, barge what would you do uh, so just to remind you and the folks back home the joker basically has made everyone evacuate the island with the plan of having uh, two barges one <coughs> full of innocent people children mothers husbands blacks whites everything basically a cross-section of society normal well-to-do people and on the other barge it was a prison barge they're all prisoners, convicts, murderers, rapes, thieves, all this kind of stuff. And each person on the boat, on each barge, had a button. And if they pressed the button, the other barge would blow up and they would be saved and vice versa. And anybody on the boat could actually take this button and use it. 
So the question really is, if you're on the you know the civilian boat, the civilian barge, where you're the innocent and you've done nothing wrong, you're not a convict, would you immediately press that button? Because they're convicts, they had a chance, they messed it up and blow them up. And you'll also be worrying that shit, they're going to, like, they're convicts, they're definitely going to press the button. Yeah, yeah. Quick, we better press it first. <clears throat> and obviously in the movie, not one of them. The human spirit prevails and nobody actually presses the button. But can you imagine that tension? My question to you, Charlie, is what, what would, would you I do? do? I'd prob- probably press the button, yeah. I probably wouldn't do it straight away. I'd be doing the whole agonizing debate with myself. I'd hope that someone else would do it, but yeah. And I, I wouldn't be confident enough, like you say. I think the the convicts would be more likely to, to push the button. Mm-hmm. So I'd want to do it first, yeah. Yeah, and, and even in, in the film, even in the film, there is somebody who wants to press it, but they can't bring themselves to do, to do it. it yeah. And they pass it on, and they're praying. Yeah, so someone gives them the button, don't they? And say, yeah. do it. Like. Yeah, and, and they're, they're praying that they actually press the button, but they can't do it themselves. And that just shows, you know, what, as, as normal human beings, we're capable of to certain things. Someone. And not capable yeah, of it's difficult. Uh, I'd oh, press what? the button. You would. Yeah, I, no yeah. hesitation. You can't hesitate in situations like that, you know. And that does that make me a horrible person? <laughs> Maybe it does, but you know, convicts are convicts. You can't even hesitate. No, but like you, you know, convicts are convicts. You know, they did fuck up at some point in their life. Granted, there might be a few innocents there, but you, you can't trust those kind of people not to blow you up. And at the but, end of the day, if you're not alive, what's the point? But then, then you're kind of valuing certain types of humanity more than others, and your own, kind of, your own. Yeah, but that kind of contradicts what you've been saying about abortion. Yeah, but you're, it's your life in this situation. and But when you talk about abortion, it's someone's life every time. But your life isn't at risk if you have a baby. You know, that's in, in the normal sense. Of like, every that you will die. Being no, okay. but your yeah. life in another way is at risk. Obviously. Yeah, but you can live with it. You, you know, I'd push that button, but I'd have to live with that decision. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. consequences for these things. I think it's very different. You wouldn't hesitate anyway. Would you actually enjoy it? No, I, I wouldn't no? enjoy it. No, it would be horrible. And I, I, you know, I don't know how I could live with myself afterwards. But in the spur of the moment, I think the survival instinct would probably kick in. But there what we if go. Your son was a convict, and you didn't know if he was on the boat or not. Oof. Yeah, that's different. Then immediately mm. you protect. But you don't you know, know if he's on the boat. You just know yeah, but you won't. You won't take that risk with your own children. You wouldn't, and that shows you the love for the child, which you know strengthens my argument for not having an abortion. You know that you can have a convict child. <laughs> yeah. You don't blow up in a boat someday. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, food for thought, folks. Food yeah, it is. Thought. No, it's great. Conundrum. Let us know what you guys would do. Message us on Facebook or at yeah. Midnight in Baghdad at gmail.com or indeed on Twitter. Charlie, you were going to talk to us there a moment ago about uh, the Playmate of the Month. So I got my Playmate magazine this month, came yeah. in the post, and I waited till everyone was gone out of the house and I was opening up the centre <laughs> center page. And it was the fucking best <laughs> wank I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and because, of course, lo and, and behold... I'd actually be yeah. not not surprised at that at all, to be honest with you. I really <laughs> am not it, surprised. I, I was going to say low and blee hole or whatever way you would mispronounce something. <laughs> Tell us, what did you see? Uh, well, I actually didn't see the centrefold. I just saw it in the newspaper there yesterday. Yeah. Um, they had a picture of the Playmate of the Month, but it, it I don't know if you say he or she, but the Playmate was wearing a bikini. 
Mm-hmm. So they didn't obviously have the centerfold page. I presume there is a centerfold page. Yeah, there would be. Yeah. 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 No, I know there normally is. So I presume there will be in this month. <clears throat> Actually, it's it's coincidence. I'm watching. But you haven't told the people yet. What? what oh, sorry. What, what it is? So I don't know the. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> For those of you who listened to this in 2017, or no, it is 2017. But any other year. The Playmate of the Month is a transgender for the first time ever in the 60 plus it is. years and of it's, the Playmate it's history. It's a chick with a dick. Mm. Not, a, not a, uh, a dick with a chick. <laughs> it's not a bloke with a vagina or yeah. a set of boobs. It's a woman with a penis. Yeah, like a <laughs> man who used to... Which, which is it? Is it's, it a woman that used to be a man or a man that used to be a woman? That's a good point. I don't know because you only see them wearing a bikini. You would assume it's a it's, it's a, a man. Yes, yeah, no, sorry, you would no, assume it's a man who who's now to... a woman. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You would. Yeah, that's um, what you assume. Who has obviously got breasts and probably well, this is the thing. Hormonal treatment and but has the penis been removed or not? That's and you want well, to buy playmate I, I, to find out. I don't think it is. Is it? I think it's there. No. I don't know. I find out <laughs> <Okay>. Tuesday. <laughs> oh, actually, to be honest, right. you're probably right. The probably penis isn't there because they're not going to have dicks and playmate like. Yeah, I don't Playboy. know. Playboy, but like, okay, so Playboy is bought by heterosexual males. Yeah. Is a man going to wank to that picture, even if there's no dick there, because they know it's a, it's a transsexual. It's going to cause all kind of it's, mental fuckers. It's fuck crazy. Ups. Actually, we need to buy it. We need to buy it. <laughs> I have it in the car. Um, <laughs> it, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, because it, it. ironically, I'm watching season two of Penny Dreadful at the moment. Have you seen that? No. Is uh, your man in it, Johnny Depp? No, um, Josh Hartnett oh, right, is in okay. it. But, but Dorian Gray is one of the characters in it. And in, in a, an episode, a couple of... Was he the Invisible Man? No, Dorian Gray was the fellow who had the picture in the attic. He got his portrait painted, and he never grows old. And the picture yes, he's grows immortal. old up in the yes. attic. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's obviously really, really beautiful, and um, he's sleeping around in P- Penny Dreadful. And then this woman arrives at his table, like it's obviously set in Victorian times, and she did look quite masculine. But I never thought it was a man. I just thought it was a you know the way there are some women with kind of strong cheekbones and all that kind of stuff whatever so uh, anyway it turns out it is a man because he goes to the brothel where she is angelique and but is the actor an actual this man? is this is what i'm saying this is yeah. this was television i was sitting watching it and um he's brought into angel it's like a real posh brothel and he's brought into angelique's room and she stands up she's at a, a dresser and she's just wearing a loose kind of you know slip yeah and she just takes it off and you see breasts and you see the cock which wow to see it on mainstream television, like I, I'm going back to the crying game. That's the last time I saw a penis. So it is actually a man, in real life. Yes, it is a man. Yeah. Wow, it's amazing. But it, it was just weird then seeing that about the playmate as well. But it is it really. Do, do you kinda... think uh, Hugh Hefner, who sadly passed away there recently, uh, knew this was happening and he must have had yeah. okayed it, or do you think that as soon as he's passed away, okay. they change things? Straight away. Yeah. And that's one way of changing your mission statement, isn't it? Straight away. It really is. Now, but I'd, uh, you know, you'd have to think something like that is, is planned well. And I, I would presume so. Would yeah, they'd, have, they'd be planning episodes in yeah. advance. And, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it is, it, it's an interesting one for sure. It's a shame he died before he got to see the reaction. And I'm really curious to see what will the reaction be to this. Will it be like positive from men or will they be disgusting? I think people will say what they want to be heard. You know, they, they'll say the right things, but think another thing. 
Yeah. Well, sales will reveal it, won't they? I mean, will there be? Well, I think the sales. Drop? I think the sales will be increased just out of curiosity. You know, it, it will see definitely. See if there's a dick there sales or not, definitely or? will increase. Yeah. Yeah, you or could just, just to see you what could log on like to any internet site and see a dick if you wanted. Like, why would you? Because it's Playboy. It's a bit different. It's something they've never done before. It's created a bit of a social media buzz. It certainly has, yeah. And, and that's the power it's of a, modern. It's a great business idea then, and it's a great social. But it's a one time. It's a one trick pony. You know, you can only do that once. Um, Hurricane Ophelia. Well, they can start doing crazy shit now after that. Hurricane Ophelia hit our shores uh, in in the last week or two. Um, and worst hurricane you said to me in worst 50 hurricane years. in fifty years to hit Ireland, and a grade two or category two hurricane. Which you know, if the truth be known, you go to pretty much any other part of the world, the states or the you know southern hemisphere, or, you know the Asia oceanic areas. That's nothing. It's, it's just yeah. a, a, a bit it's of a wind to them. You know, it's a Monday, as you say. But for us, it was a case of batting down the hatches. People take time off work. Kids schools are closed. Banks are closed. Mm. All the pubs, so pretty shops much closed. everywhere was closed, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing to see it, isn't it? And, yeah. and do you think what was your experience of it yourself? And do you think that we kind of went overboard? Well, I suppose the government have to play it safe, don't they? You, you know, do? they yeah. they did. It's like when we get a bit of snow, the country comes to a standstill. I don't think I I don't, did we go overboard? Yes, in the interest of public safety was it worth it yes like i mean it still manages to kill idiots who just disobeyed all the recommendations well, you know i wouldn't say it killed idiots it killed it killed two people a tree fell on two cars two trees fell on two cars separate incidents and locations mm. and killed one person and a third person died using a chainsaw it during the hurricane Sorry, i know he shouldn't laugh it and just, he shouldn't laugh and it God, just, it's, it's terrible for his family i know um but you do have to ask the question. What the hell? Yeah. Now, he, presumably he was, you know, sawing a tree that had blocked his driveway. Or, <laughs> you know, so a tree it wasn't. <laughs> and he was on his way to kill loads of people in a shopping mall. Yeah. And he was really disappointed because it was closed for the hurricane. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to be careful with that slanderous remark. But it's... it's okay you tell me but i guess what was he doing with a chainsaw in the middle of a hurricane i would assume that he had the chainsaw to (laughs) knock down it to cut down a tree that had fallen that was either blocking his road or driveway or causing damage um now you know you would like to think he should have probably waited until after you think yeah you know but unfortunately he didn't i know it's terrible that he died but it is it's it, it is typical of the Irish mentality. I mean, sure, you probably grand. got hundreds of memes the minute you heard on the news. You know, Sunday everywhere is closing down on Monday. Yeah, and then it was like literally people had been waiting with pictures all day yeah. and yeah. funny stuff. The reaction was this kind of casual, relaxed one. Yeah. The funniest one I saw. I don't know if you sent it to me. We had like a picture in Florida of people boarding up their houses. Yeah. So hurricane of Florida and then picture of Ireland and you've got this Sacking guy. Up on the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So like that was a reaction and we didn't take it seriously. Yeah. And did you this see is the, other endemic one, of the garden furniture? Like there was another yeah. white plastic typical cheap kind of yeah. garden chair and table. And it was like uh, Hurricane Ophelia whatever the date was the 17th of October 2017 never forget and one chair was knocked over and that <laughs> was perfect like, you know, it was ridiculous stuff yeah. Um, but yeah it was funny in that respect but you know there are silly people and stupid people out there and I, I, I experienced it myself uh, 
you know, we were lucky in Dublin not to actually get the brunt of it, particularly if you're in a, in this in the city, uh, a lot of shelter with buildings. But there was people going out to the coast and walking on the pier, and you know these people had to be forcibly removed and couldn't understand why you were not letting them stay out there. Um, you know, but and people can, like, oh, well, can you to, forcibly take, remove have, someone to, from an area? Yeah. I have to take photographs because you know this is uh, once in a lifetime uh, once in a lifetime and this is my christmas and this that and the other and you're like what the hell you know these people are crazy they're risking their lives out there and i experienced myself while walking on the pier i nearly got blown and you know it it was crazy and people wanted to walk as far out to the lighthouse uh which if they had of would would definitely not made it back i I Mm. know that in my heart um can you forcibly remove people you you can't really um you know, you can only advise them um, and as assertively as possible. Already manhandled off. Like, I'm sure you had one or two idiots that were persistent. No, you didn't have to do that, but you did have to get fairly assertive um, because you, you, you can't at the end of the day, but you should, you know, you, you need to protect people. Like, that's just idiotic, isn't it? But they're putting you at risk as well. They're putting you at and risk. you saw the kite surfers that were going out there, it was in the news, and the Coast Guard had to come out and rescue them yeah. or, you know, advise them. And people are not thinking of their own safety and they're not thinking of the safety of the emergency the services that yeah. are actually out there and have to risk their lives mm. because of how much of an idiot they are. Very interesting. Um, but yeah, we did a little bit go overboard. But, but so, you're in work on the Monday, obviously. So yeah. you didn't get the benefit of, of this day off. No, I didn't. In with no, the family. No. Uh, your your partner was all obviously off. Mm-hmm. And she would have spent it with the family. Did you feel that you missed out on something there? Like, I, I thought it was a really great day. Yeah, Not just having I a day suppose off work, because but, but the kids probably had something built up about it as well. Yeah, and, and we had no electricity, and, so it was exciting. And, yeah, you know. yeah. So yeah, there was an element of that, you know. And you can imagine sitting at the window, you know, yeah. winding the child up, going, "Oh, what's yeah. going to happen?" Like it is the kind of thing I think they will remember as adults, most definitely. Yeah, because we had Hurricane Charlie. Uh, I don't remember it though. in '86 or something, was yeah. it? So we, we we don't really remember, it, but mm. we remember being told about it, mm. and you know these. Our children will hopefully Hurricane Charlie. Nothing was the same since, huh? Nothing was the same since. What a great name, yeah. There you go. Hurricane Hurricane (laughs) Charlie and Hurricane Brian. Yeah. Uh, Or sorry, Storm (laughs) Brian. Goldie, you mean. Goldie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm talking about the storm that came. uh, I know, I know. After Ophelia. I I know, but you shouldn't be saying Brian. Yeah, I know, yeah. Should be Goldie. Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) There must be a Goldie hurricane or storm or something. Quite possibly. It's a great name. Appreciate that. The 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 name Storm Brian, it got a lot of piss taken out of it because of its name. I don't know if you heard the comedian. No. I can't remember which comedian it was, but he was like, So you've got and he started listing off names like, you know, Hurricane Charlie does sound like a dangerous one and then you've you've Storm Brian. He's like, That's the kind of, you know, person that you bring around for a few drinks, you know, you'll open up your things. And it is right. The name of a hurricane and the name of a storm is important. And it yeah. sometimes seemed that they pick flimsy names yeah whereas you need a kind of strong name that sounds dangerous and then but maybe you'll get less people names with chainsaws well in advance you see so they're not picked <clears throat> but who picks them like who gets to do that i don't know i don't have know. you ever named a star after anybody you know paid to have no a i don't i think that's a scam sure how yeah. yeah sure like the star could be 100 people could have the same star of, of course yeah you know absolutely so ridiculous. you and i could have said basically that we had hurricane hamlet last monday like who's to say like who decided? Uh, a meteorologist, I assume, or I, I don't know. We can look it up. 
But it is. They should decided, not be teachers and guards. It is to decided make these decisions. a long, long way in advance, so they don't know how bad the storm will be. It's just the next hurricane will be this. The one after that will be this. Oh, I get your point. Uh, I get, no, I get your point. But, should, but shouldn't they always have a like? They should always have a, a strong name. Like they shouldn't say. They should always act as if hurricanes. Well, Brian, be strong. I think, would be a strong enough name. Because it didn't, it didn't wasn't taken that seriously. Just it wasn't, but it was actually it caused more damage for me personally. Um, if you notice, our garden furniture there was smashed. The the actual table never forget. <laughs> there you go. No, but it, the the actual glass at the top of the table smashed. The table is useless now. Um, and As Hurricane this Ophelia big heavy glass. Yeah, and Hurricane it slid off, nothing. didn't it? Something must have hit it. Wow, you know. But uh, yeah, so. You know, I wouldn't be doubting Hurricane Brian. That was my Brian was, was more dangerous in the back foot than... To us, certainly. Um, talk to me a little bit about Catalonia. And when I, when I think about Catalonia, I always remember the song Caledonia. Uh, let me tell you that I love you. That particular song. Um, but tell me what's there's been... There's obviously happened. no connection, though, is there? I don't think so, no. no. There isn't, of course there's not. Uh, but... Talk to me about Catalonia. What's happening there? It's a beautiful place. Have you ever been? I haven't, no. No. Okay, so you've got separatists fighting for freedom there. In separatists? Catalonia. Well, yeah. What would you call them? Terrorists? No. Are they actually physically fighting? Is there, is there guns? And yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, they managed... This was in Hurricane. They decided to start just bringing in guns, important guns. No, talk to us seriously here. I have no idea what's going on in Catalonia or Caledonia. Is, it, really out, is it outside Kildare? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's happening is, obviously the country of Spain has a territory inside it called Catalonia, which is a particular area, and uh, they have a separate government, but are ruled by Spain, and they are now looking to become independent. And, uh, you know, for years they've been fighting for it, but eventually I think they're now they're making is this stand or something has happened. Or is that set a different? Etta, I think it's different. I don't know. I, I think it is different. They're not. It's not military. It's not as far the Basque. No, but like different. Barcelona is in Catalonia. Okay, right. You know, so if they got their independence, Barcelona would no longer be in Spain. Do you understand? And what's the reasons for them wanting independence? Do they view themselves as as separate in some way? They yeah, obviously speak Spanish. They speak Spanish. I think it's a slightly variant, different variation of Spanish. But yeah, they speak Spanish. Um, and I, uh, this is the thing. I didn't know much about it until it hit the headlines. Uh, in the last couple of weeks and I kind of did a little bit of research into it kind of what what the hell is this all about but I never actually went back to find out why so I assume back in you know in throughout history that it was originally a separate state that was perhaps taken over or something yeah um like you know looks look likes of Andorra and and somewhere right. like that would have the same and is it as small as that it it'd be fairly small yeah but it does take in Barcelona and other areas in the northeast um but they basically decided that they wanted to have a vote for independence. And the referendum day was held. And of course, the, the police came along and actually tried to prevent people from voting. And they were taking the ballot boxes and seizing the ballot boxes. And then they were forming cordons around the voting area so people couldn't vote. And it obviously turned to bloodshed with right. Is this Catalonian violence. police or a Span- Spanish police? Uh, the Spanish police, yeah. Right. Kind of crossing the territory then or well they'd be there so there's lots is. of different yeah. police forces okay. within spain so right. uh, you know they'd, they'd all be classified. So obviously this caused uproar this yeah, is yeah. this is what we put up on facebook a couple of weeks ago yeah and there were hmm. scenes of obviously women children elderly people 
being beaten and dragged and pushed and shoved and there was yeah. a public outcry as to what was going on and we put up on the on our page you know is this really what's happening or are we being only seeing what the people want us to see because Propaganda. you know we've seen it here in our own country mm. um during the water protests and various other issues we Cover only see careful pictures yeah we only see the careful pictures that the protesters put up that show the authorities in a bad light i'm not condoning everything that the authorities do or have done but they're almost staged and edited photographs and videos and we don't see what caused the authorities to act in that particular way in the first place we don't see the abuse and the aggression and the violence from the protesting side but it does exist so i'm wondering in catalonia and the pictures images we've seen they're hor- horrific images it shouldn't be happening but what else is going mm. on there that we're not yeah, seeing? yeah how is it portrayed in the spanish media yeah because i mean spanish spanish newspapers want to sell papers but at the same time would they want to well i that's even a stupid question they're just going to want to sell newspapers they're not going to care the better the scandal the more violence the better there you go yeah but it is interesting i'm not i don't want to get into a conversation of the violence but i want to get into the conversation of you know is it not are they not justified is the spanish government not justified in stopping people voting for an illegal referendum so you know the government haven't authorized this referendum so do they not have a right to stop did you say catalonia though has a government kind of yeah but it's 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 ruled essentially by spain so the spanish government said this is an illegal referendum it can't happen but they went ahead and had it anyway so are they not as the government of the country the legal government of the country not entitled to stop that happening right yeah probably you would know, it not have made more sense to ignore it, though? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. You know, the best thing for me would be allow the referendum to go ahead, let the result be whatever it is, and then just ignore it and say, mm. well, that wasn't valid. You know, um, yeah. that could probably lead, I suppose, to further escalation of violence. We don't know. It might um, have made people go home. But again, decisions, yeah, we have no power here. Decisions had to be made. Um, but I, pres- I presume the Spanish government actually doesn't have a choice. They have to stop it if it's an illegal, like you said, you used the word an, an illegal referendum. Well, then by definition, presumably they must react. But they could also you know, grant independence. Oh, oh, yeah, but that's not going to happen, I presume. Especially if Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, is, but I believe a lot of the banks and stuff have already have already planned to move um, to other areas okay. within Spain. But right. yeah, you're right. It would be Barcelona would be known as kind of the the affluent area. Yeah, you know, it's an interesting one. Um, I've never quite understood the Vatican, Goldie. You know, like, the Vatican is completely independent from Italy, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Now, there's no government there, obviously. So it's basically, is it the Pope makes the decisions that affects... And it, we don't call the Vatican a country, we call it an independent state. Yeah. Yet, to all intents and purposes, it is It is independent, it's a country. It is, absolutely. It's sort of yeah. tiny... Yeah. So I've it never has, understood that. Yeah, well, uh, what's it to understand? It is what it is. Um, it's, it is It is that because the Church have painted this picture that they're above reproach and shouldn't be ruled you know who's who who is any man to rule god you know great point yeah do you know so i think that's it's it's as simple as that it's Um, quite incredible that in this day and age if that is the sole reason that the vatican is still a functioning state still in the amount of wealth it's one of the most wealthy states in the world yeah absolutely um we're going to move on to another little segment of our show and we're absolutely delighted to be able to bring back to you 
Dis I'm in agony. I don't even know if you heard that, oh. folks. Oh, <laughs> I'm in agony. Did that not come true? Are you having oh. a laugh? Is he having a laugh? I'm in agony. Well, we hope that came true. Oh, I'm in agony. And. <laughs> um, read out what we've got today goalie the show just gets better and better doesn't it it really really does it does we got a listener uh, email we got an email in from a listener <laughs> I like the way you clarified not a listener because <laughs> that would be a paradox <laughs> we got an email in from Sarah and she wants to ask you Charlie about her predicament and what oh, wait, I, th- I thought we actually had um Oh, we don't have the agony angle. No, we yeah. don't. All right, no, no, okay. sorry. For, for I'm t- taking on. For tonight, okay. you are... That's are, actually good, because he was atrocious. He refused he to, to give any advice. Any, anyway. Yeah, he he was trying great. to play, keep playing in the middle to keep everyone happy, but you can't do that. Yeah. An agony ant must make a decision, right or wrong. Yeah. Well, Sarah basically writes into us, and she says um, that she was having problems with her marriage. Um, her best friend was also having issues with her marriage and they decided to wife swap okay so she moved in to her best friend's husband's place and her friend moved in with her husband and now she really she says i realize i've made the biggest mistake of my life and i want my real husband back i long for his touch his humor and his salary i can't stand the bloke i've ended up with he is a slob and a mess he doesn't clear up after himself and attempts to treat me like I'm his domestic drudge, which I'm having none of. That's they're, terrible. She says they're constantly fighting. He's on the fraction of her husband's salary. Uh, but meanwhile, in contrast, her friend is having the time with the li- her, of her life with her old ex-husband. She can't believe her luck. She's a genuine cat. She can cook, mend anything, and is red hot between the sheets. She's bragging that Sarah's she's never been... No, this, this is the other girl, her friend, who's with Sarah's ex-husband, yeah. So she's bragging that she's never been happier or more satisfied. She keeps telling me my ex is everything she's ever longed for in a man. Sexy, exciting, generous and fun. How could I have been such a fool to get involved in something as stupid as this? I thought swapping partners would be edgy and fun, but now I'm no longer drinking and have a very busy work life. <laughs> this, okay, <laughs> we got to go back to the root of the problem here, Sarah. What made you think wife swapping was going to be the ideal situation? But but look, you've made your bed, isn't that right? Like she we can't undo, it. yeah. But so. what I want to know is, did they not cop on that when you wife swap? It's only meant to be for a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's not actually or a couple uh, of days. I would have said you said at, a couple of hours at maximum. But yeah. like, it's not meant to be. And can I clarify something else as well? Because there is a show called Wife Swap. There is, yeah. So when I was young, I thought Wife Swap was a sex thing. Mm. Then because of this no, show, no, it is a sex thing. But then this show changed the meaning and made it's it. It's a play on words. It's you know what I mean. I know, but because the show became so popular, the wife swap became a more acceptable term. It wasn't just sex, sex, a sex game, like the fishbowl. So when this lady Lorraine says about the uh, Sarah says Sarah. about the wife swap, did she mean it in a sexual way or was it literally just moving in and no, a sexual way. So it was a sexual, sexual yeah. way and and yeah. living. Okay. Yeah. And and that's what I don't get. You know, it's not meant to be a long term thing. Yeah, it's it's got to be short and fun, and then you go back. It's like a one nighter. Yeah. And then you meet up the next night and you talk about it. And because that would be that would be best. Best friend. This is her best friend. Is now with her ex husband and is having the time of her life, and she's miserable. 
If it really was her, her best friend, though, she would have known her best friend's husband was a slob. You would think so, you wouldn't know, you? They, they you should. would think so. Unless, of course, the two girls don't go out it's with the guys. They just go out on their own. Sometimes that happens grass best friends. Grass is That's the thing. Yeah. But, you know, what's your advice for her? She wants her ex-husband back. He isn't able to commit. Uh, what should she do? What we need to find out is how her ex-husband feels. Maybe her ex, or you say ex-husband, well, still technically her husband, of course. Still technically her husband. Um, he, he's telling her he loves her. but He loves Sarah. Yeah, both of them. He wants her back. And he's not willing to make it. He good. loves both of them. <laughs> then you've got your situation right there. They should vote to both commit, to know. Sarah or to the other girl. To Sarah. <laughs> he is committed to her. He's married to her. No, but you know what I mean. He's not to make it to work. take her back. Yeah. Right. So well, what, then, what's your advice? Well, then, Pura, Sarah, I think, Sarah, I'd like to address you directly if I could. My heart bleeds for you. And if you get pregnant by this new husband, you're fucked because of Goldie's rules in this country. But unfortunately, you have to accept that if your husband doesn't want you back, then there's... Want you back for good. Good. Want you back. You keep going. That no, go on. Want you back. If, on, if your husband your doesn't want you back... For good. Yeah, we're not going to do it. Go on. Um, <clears throat> then you should make your bed and accept your best friend's partner and try to make go of it with him the identify the issues that you don't like with them like if you said he's slovenly you have two options you can become slovenly yourself or you could try to change him you know and you can change people it's not too late but if you start writing into magazines about your private problems now everyone knows your mom knows your own kids probably know now they've been wondering where you were gone i uh, did a terrible thing a couple of weeks ago absolutely terrible tell us um my children asked me at breakfast what uh, they they talked about a girl in their school who they said that their daddy this girl's daddy isn't their real daddy that she, the mammy had married an, a different oh. man and that the girl had just found out a while ago that it wasn't her daddy and i thought it'd be funny to tell my children that i also wasn't a real daddy that mammy had oh been with a different God, person Charlie, you didn't do that did you i did it was a joke and my two <laughs> children should have known this they should have oh, oh yeah they, they should have known the track children. record that i have but but this is a long-winded point to, to get to my point that Sarah, you need to. Life is not perfect, but you can still have a go and still make a go. But you're not you're not over the hill. Well, you, you can't leave it at that. <clears throat> Tell us what happened with your children. They obviously were traumatized. They're traumatized, absolutely traumatized. And probably went to school upset. <clears throat> no, no, I clarified it. I said no, because uh, my wife went went mental because she was in the room as well, and she said that's not true. That's not true. She, and she <laughs> clarified it for them. I then was mortified. I was trying to say I was only joking. I was only joking. Um, the eldest believes it. The the younger, as in believes that I was only joking. The youngest it has been heavily traumatized since and is now back wearing nappies <laughs> Are you at the age of four. <laughs> my wife says this is a direct consequence of me telling my children things like this. I say it's just a huge coincidence. And, uh, are you serious? Deadly serious. The child is back in nappies. Well, I have now taken away the nappies. But the child, how old is this child? Um, will be five this Christmas day. And how long was the child out of nappies? Probably about a year, two years. And because know. of what you did, you know, once you stop having nappies, you forget like. <laughs> but how because, long it is. but because of what you said, they went back. Well, now you sound like my wife. I think it was just a very unfortunate coincidence in the calendar. That's unbelievable. Um, there was uh, a number of issues that I would say is the reason I, why my I child. I think the issue is we need to get uh, the health board out to have an interview <laughs> I think Sarah Sarah if if your best friend's husband isn't enough for you maybe 
there's room for you in my house. <laughs> well, there you go. You know, and then we can say, well, now, your new but mammy, it, Jenny, but, is not your mammy. <laughs> but isn't that the thing? Couldn't she just go and find another man, not live with that? Slot? In other words, break the wife swap. Break the deal. wife swap and just go off and do someone else. Or, you know, the husband would probably accept both of them back into their yeah. lives. That's, he might be happy out with that. Yeah. So maybe she, he should, you know, if it really is her best friend. That's maybe what I love about you, Goldie. You think share. outside the box. Maybe. I just presume the options were she had to stay or go back well, to her husband. But like you're situation. automatically thinking, how can I slip out of this whole arrangement? You know, not commit. Not commit in any way. There's no legal obligations. So she can just walk away anytime she wants. Well, she brilliant. can. Absolutely brilliant. Sums up the way you approach life, Goldie. <laughs> I no. love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, you're, no, you're this absolutely is a real right. Life, this is a real-life situation. <laughs> a real-life situation. It's not const- there's no rules or constraints here. Yeah, no, that's true. And, she, and you know what? You only have one life, Sarah. You do. So, so why should you, you know, honour an obligation to a best friend, which is nonsensical? Maybe, though, she's just writing a letter because she feels she has to be the one to say... Like, you, Imagine you and I wife-swapped, okay? It would, be, it would be a bit weird. We'd be joking about it. And then we're both loving it, and we have to pretend it's a bit wrong. Like, you know, this isn't right. So I'll go to the trouble of <laughs> writing a letter to, to a newspaper or to a, a, a podcast show that nobody listens to, <laughs> <laughs> pretending I'm, un, I'm uncomfortable with the situation. Sarah's probably having the time of her life, too. You know, in her own way, in her own way, and yet she just she she's a little bit guilty about it. You know, yeah, it's her best friend's husband. She probably always had this fe- these feelings for him. She loves the fact that he's slovenly. You said it yourself. The grass is always greener. She's sick of being the in grass a clean isn't house. Isn't always greener. No, it is always greener. No, it's not though. Once you get there, once you get there, but it's always greener. Like so, when she'd go out on double dates, and they joke about wife swapping. You know. It's an interesting. Why way don't to look we say at husband swapping? Because uh, it would be the same, wouldn't well, it? Well, no, the, we, not really, because the husbands don't. I don't. I, I don't yeah. know. It's it's a strange one, actually. Yeah, it's a strange one. We Does it involve it. the wife? Is it because the wife leaves the home to go to the other home? Well, it could be just a case of a hotel room, two couples meeting up. Oh, yeah, but you're thinking of and that's fantasy con- Yeah, but that's considered wife swapping. <clears throat> so both I mean? couples would be out and they both stay over in a hotel? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be a bit weird bringing a yeah, different but, wife back yeah, to your Yeah, but own if, if it's a case bed, of the traditional wife swapping of the non-sex wife swapping, yeah, it's because of the wife leaves to go to another home. Yeah, that's why. Which is probably sexist in itself. You know, yeah, why isn't it? Because the wife the owns half the house. There you go. But that's just the way society is. Sarah, we hope... Uh, things are better for you, and you hope you take that mm. advice. And you've had two different sets after, of advice there. One you do, Goli but that's it. You know, life is fluid. You know. Uh, our final topic of tonight, uh, before we kind of go a little bit off course, is uh, conspiracy corner. And <laughs> we're thinking, a new topic. It's a new topic, and uh, play your little sound. Bite. We don't have a sound bite, so we we will come back to it one. But it's a uh, conspiracy corner. <laughs> what you make of that? <laughs> <laughs> but what? Do you ma- <laughs> but what do you make of this, Charlie? The JFK conspiracy. Now we discussed this in episode two. Yes, but do you know why we're bringing it up again? No, I don't. You, you've absolutely no idea. No. On. There's a lot of files, hidden files and mm. closed files in relation to the JFK, um, and there is an American law 
that states that after X amount of years, I think it's 25 years after. 70. After uh, the death of anyone involved in it. I know, I, I think there was a certain legislation brought in at a certain time and then anything after 25 years from that, that point would have okay. to be opened, I, I think. Right, okay. The bottom line is on Thursday. Really? Thursday is the deadline for the JFK files to be opened. So on Thursday they have to be released to the public? Now, the president still has a power <clears throat> in certain situations, if it's national security or whatever the case might be, to prevent it. So nobody knows right now, is Donald Trump going to prevent the opening of these files? That's fascinating. I can't is, believe there's not more hype about this. Well, there, there is. It's, it's, uh, I, I think it, it, it is everywhere. Everybody should know about it. But I think most people kind of know what to expect in relation to what you know, they, they, don't, they don't think there's going to be anything. So these Extremely will be CIA files, FBI files. Everything on the file. On and a lot of people think the CIA, CIA were involved. Yeah, anyway. and that's the thing. So people will prob- probably think that there might be some agency files there that would be worth a read because it'll finally categorically say that they weren't involved. But they don't believe, or they're not expecting anything, any major revelations that there was a second person or there was another shooter or there was a big conspiracy. Um, it, it, that's why the hype isn't as big as you probably thought because they're not expecting anything from it. But it's very, very interesting that it is finally going to be open. Yeah. And do you trust, though, that you know if there was something incriminating in it, would they just not leave that part out and give the rest? Or maybe redact it? Or, you know? But what would be the benefit at this point? Anyone involved in releasing it? Has no yeah, but doesn't it? Uh, for the, it, it would paint the American government in a, in a bad light, uh, which it already is at the moment. Impossible Trump, to make it any worse. If yeah. anything, tell you now one thing: time. Trump will definitely release it because it'll take attention away from his own cabinet and his own errors. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, I didn't realize it, it was like you say. There will be no revelations or anything, and it's a coincidence. When you, when you, think, when you think of all of the shows and movies. Yeah, theories and books, books and everything has yeah. been written on it, and and finally we're going to get some more light shed on it. It, it. it is interesting. I wonder will there be more light shed though? But but yeah, we'll find out. But it was it was interesting. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we were talking um in in my work at lunch with some of my colleagues about if there is an afterlife or not, and you know what's the benefit of it, because I think most of us act now as if there isn't you know mm-hmm. we do things that we we know that if there was an afterlife we'd be severely punished for and i said to to the to the colleagues at the time and when i was young one one thing i couldn't wait to find out was when i got to heaven the first thing i was going to ask was who shot jfk are you serious uh, yeah because i was fascinated by it as a child now like you know it seems like such a stupid thing who cares i still obviously curious but it wouldn't. It would be. It's not going to change your life if you know. No. Yeah. There's obviously other big questions. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. But, uh, it was. It was a question as a kid. For me, it was going to be my first question. Not. Not where's Granny and Granddad in heaven, but who shot JFK? Because I thought there was an answer. I never believed at the time. Now yeah. I kind of have come around to the idea. I. I think it is Oswald. And that's a good question. What would your first question at the pearly gates be? Yeah. You know? um, what would yours be, Goldie? where's the 40 virgins <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. but no yeah it's a good question what, what was the first thing you'd want to know they already had them on earth Goldie there you that go God's answer there you go but, but isn't that just for Islam it is yeah and that's, that was kind of the joke I was trying to get at Charlie come on it's midnight in Baghdad after all um, it's a good question I don't I don't have an answer for you this week in relation to that because you I don't really I, believe in it anyway 
Yeah, but well, if you're there, you're going to ask the question, aren't you? You know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But <laughs> God's sake, any question. When you talk like, about nope. the afterlife, do you remember that movie uh, Flatliners? Yeah. With Kevin Bacon, I think was in it, wasn't he? Julia uh, Roberts. Yeah. There's a remake. Really? It's either I don't th- I think it actually is a sequel. Uh, and I what? Is this a group of students? It's a group of students, mm. medical doctors, you know, student doctors and stuff who get curious about the afterlife. They put themselves into basically a coma or something and flatline themselves See. for a, co- mm. a certain amount of time and then obviously remember, the rest yeah, of the doctors great. revive them. But it's all about what they experience in that afterlife you know, when they're dead <clears throat> and obviously they kind of get addicted to it and they go for longer and longer and they eventually end up unleashing something demonic or they start having mental issues and visions and all various bits and pieces. But they are re- it, there is another one coming out. I believe it is a sequel. Uh, I can't After remember who's going years. to be in it. Yeah, I, but it looks pretty good. I don't know who's in it. I can't remember, but I would suspect there will be uh, a cameo from Someone Kevin happens. Bacon or Julia. Or one of the previous I saw actors. Kevin Bacon last week. Um, How is he keeping? He's, he's very thin. I think he might have HIV or something. I said it to him. I said, are you all right? I know he was always thin as a younger man. But the crazy thing is, he looks no worse than he did when he was young. You know, he's thin, he still looks quite young. Yeah, he does. But, and, um, and you know, that's a slanderous remark. You can't really make it. Kevin Bacon, I don't think you do have HIV. And No, I didn't say he did. I asked him, like I said, do you have it? Yeah. And yeah, no, I was totally legally fine. Okay, all right. Um, and he also said no. Which is definitive. Clearly spurious. <laughs> I said that at the time. <laughs> said it's your favourite word. It's concept, isn't it? Is it something you think you would do if you knew you could be flatlined and 100% would be brought back but you would experience something or not you'd you would experience know. mental issues after no no you would exp- you, you would know if there was something oh jeez yeah wouldn't you you'd have to it's the most important question of all yeah I guess it is so you, you would definitely do the flat you, guaranteed you're being brought back yeah yeah oh definitely you have to know the, all this white light stuff that people talk about I... okay so if there was a risk that you might not be brought back a small risk Small risk. I still would do it. You'd do it? Yeah. I, I have to do know Do you think that. it's something you'd be willing to do live on air? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> have you developed the technology? We haven't seen each other in a long time. I'm, I'm sitting in I'm a room sure surrounded by wires and wires. shit. Yeah, you'd yeah, be fine. <laughs> it's something to look yeah, at. Yeah, would you do it, Coley? How badly do you want to know does the afterlife exist? Or not? You, you have a great life down here, you see. Yeah, if, a I, shit life. if I could be guaranteed that I'd be brought back, yes, definitely I would. I guarantee it. it with the with the risk element, <laughs> I'd be more reluctant, but my curiosity would probably get the better of me. Wouldn't I think, it? yeah, and I would, I would do it. Do you think you would get answers? Like, if well, you, you will flat- get answers. You'll know either way. If nothing happens, you'll. But know obviously, people nothing. flatline. Yes, but when they wake back up, they if, don't remember. If, they, if no, no, they do. But if you wake up and you think, Jesus, nothing happened. Well then, then you have is to that say your that answer. That's your answer, you know. Okay, it's an interesting one. Yeah, we're pretty much at the end of our show, Charlie. And I wanted to I wanted you to first of all sing us out. Not sing us out. Okay. I wanted I want to talk about recent things, experiences you've had. Is there anything you'd like to talk about? Um, but I want to get to. Is there any shows, movies? You know, we normally at this point of the show would have what's another year. Yeah. And Achieve. instead of that tonight, I want to talk about something that you're currently interested in. Okay, that's good. Um, 
Can I tell you about something that I, I don't know about that everyone else is interested in and it's got me intrigued? Go ahead. And I, I, I That's what this section is all about. Okay. It's a show called Liar. Have you heard about it? Uh, it's not lie to me, no. No, no, no. no that, this is a new show and it just ended last week. I think it was six episodes. Well, it was six episodes. It, no. Okay, I'm, I'm surprised you haven't heard of it. It's all I hear about. Even like my child binder was all dolled up on Thursday night. See, I'm not sure if you're telling me the truth now or not. It's God, God's my witness. Okay. Why? Because it's a liar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> liar now. L-I-A-R. Not lawyer. Yeah. Yeah, liar. Yeah, yeah liar. You're a liar. Pants and fire. But uh, yeah. even when I picked up my... Um, early, <laughs> um, my kids on Thursday, my childminder was all dolled up. And I said, oh, you going out? You know, you going out? She said, no. No, just a friend's coming up to watch the last episode of Liar. She was all dolled up. Like, it was a big deal. They were mm. having this kind of wine night. People talk about it in work, so I've had to shut my ears now to it because... And how do you shut your ears? As in, I leave the table. Metaphorically like, Metaphorically, yeah, okay. I leave the table. Because, this, this is the thing. Um, six weeks ago... So, so, first of all, this show is causing a big stir, and everyone seems to love it, from older people like my mother to younger people like colleagues. Um, it's supposed to be amazing. I did hear about it six weeks ago, and I made the wrong choice... As you know, one of my favorite shows, if not my favorite show, is a show called The Missing, which was made about four years ago, about a couple that lose, lose their son, and it's about the marriage breakup, because they you know, never get mm-hmm. over that. And I always thought it was amazing, an amazing show, and the season two was amazing as well. So any, it was written and directed by these two brothers, <clears throat> so any show they've made since I've watched, and I've been very impressed with. Coincidentally, the brothers wrote two shows last year. One of them was Liar. And one of them was a show called Relic. And they sold Relic to BBC. And they sold Liar, I think it was, to Channel 4 or UTV. And I don't know, was it a coincidence or not? But both shows debuted the same time, same night, but on separate channels. Like So it was Monday, okay. 9 o'clock. So I'd be trying to like... That's really putting it up against each other, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, now I don't know, was it a coincidence or not? But it, it seems like, yeah, they're going... I wouldn't say. I'd say it was intentional. Mm. But then you're you're risking losing out in an audience you would have had, so it was it was an interesting thing. I made Just having confidence in your product. I think. Yeah, but yeah, the product, of course, written by the same people. I went for Relic because it looked better, um, but it, it was a it was a tough watch. Relic is basically a memento over six episodes. Do you remember the show yes, Memento? Brilliant, brilliant movie. Yeah. Great movie. It's a great movie over six episodes in a TV show. I found it very frustrating. Okay. All you really know is in the opening scene, they shoot. Obviously, someone who they think is a is someone is a is a murderer, who's been disfiguring disfiguring people and stuff, and you pretty much realize quickly that they're wrong. So the the whole thrill element is kind of gone. Okay. You know, but it was a great idea. But anyway, so so Talk this is a show liar. liar. That's that's what I'm saying. I know nothing about liar. I've alienated myself from it. I just know so it's huge. You don't even have a brief synopsis nothing. of what it's about. No, nothing at all. But I'm very curious about it. What about you? Has there anything caught your eye? Um, well, I, I first of all, I want to look up this liar uh, thing. I, I watched a film there the other night um, called Wind River. Have you seen this film? No. It sounds like a Native American thing. Uh, just go back to Liar there. It's written and created by the Harry Williams. and yeah. Jack Williams. That's correct. Uh, right, okay. So well, basically what we're looking at here uh, is a rape <laughs> Funnily enough, um, nothing funny about that. It's not funny. It's just a reoccurring theme. Twenty percent of women. Uh, 
Yeah, so it's basically about somebody being raped and are they telling the truth about the rape or not. So that's the premise of it. It sounds interesting, absolutely. It's something, it sounds like something uh, we've seen before, but perhaps yeah. it's it's bigger now because there's a new take on it, a new... Uh, a modern, I suppose, take on, on the situation. So yeah, I, I can see how it would be interesting. I watched a film called Wind River uh, last night. Jeremy Renner. You know Jeremy Renner? Yeah, like, he, he always he, reminds me of your friend. Which one was that? The rich one. Right, okay. You not see the resemblance, no? Always did. No. Okay. No. Okay. Um but what happens in this film is he, he's he's living in uh I can't actually remember where it is. Some remote area. Wind anyway. River. In Wind River, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's the name it's, of it. It's an Indian reservation. And it is Indian. I, I it said is. Native American. It's an, it's an Indian reservation. So I'm not sure what part of America it is, but there's lots of snow and mountains and stuff. Okay, But it's in the middle of nowhere. Um, and he's obviously Caucasian male. He married an Indian girl, had a child, lost one of the daughters. I don't think we ever find out why I kind of tuned out a bit during the film to be honest with you <laughs> uh, but he, he did lose a daughter and he still has a son it's a pretty big plot thing <laughs> I know yeah. uh, separated from the wife and his job is a hunter he hunts wolves and lions that are killing the farm animals basically that's his job um, and of course he's separated from the wife but separated. Is, he, is he still living on with Native Americans yeah, he's in still a Native living American in that area, yeah. lifestyle yeah no, no, it's an Native American, like, they all live in houses and they have cars and shit, like, it's, right, okay. it's, it's, yeah. So, uh, a Native American girl is found dead in the snow while he's off hunting, and it obviously launches an investigation. An FBI agent comes from Vegas, the closest field office, uh, to obviously investigate it. And it's your one, is it Elizabeth Olsen? Remember the Olsen twins? Yeah. She's in it. A uh, very, very attractive girl. What age? She's blossoming into she a lovely lady. I'd say in her 20s. Um, maybe early 30s, but I would say she's, definitely Yeah, probably 20s. actually. The Olsen twins. Yeah, yeah but then. she's very, very pretty. Right. Um, and she investigates it. And it turns out that there is a rape. And they obviously find out who done it. And it's it's a good... It's, I don't want to ruin it. Um, okay. but it's, Does she it, get it on with Jeremy Renner? Obviously, uh, yeah. I kind of might have dozed off. <laughs> <laughs> There's certainly, <laughs> but folks, go out and there, go out and get it immediately. There is it's certainly fascinating uh, a film. lot of sexual tension between them, and there is. Uh, has a, she ever fucked an Indian before? No, he's not Indian, you see. But I think it's there's, there is a potential for a love affair, and they realise it. But they're too professional to do it. I think I don't know because I you gotta I love professionalism in work. Don't you? you gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> love it. But yeah, it's a good watch. I'd recommend it. <laughs> Apart from a couple of bits. Yeah. Well, see, I was I was very tired and distracted yeah. at the time. But uh, yeah, I, I and yet you woke up for the end, so you do know who the baddie is. I do know who the. And is, is it a twist or? Uh, like, what makes this film stand out from a hundred other films that sound the same? It's just a good story. It's well filmed. There's good characters. It's a slow burner, but it's good. It's not a sequel to Dances with Wolves, no. No, it's not. It's not. So that's mine. That's great. There we go. Is there anything else? If talk? Uh, DVD sales or internet downloads of either of those shows or films go through the roof, I think we have a potential audience market here. Well, there you go. Yeah, we can start charging to plug something. Absolutely. 
That's been uh, our show for tonight. <laughs> we're delighted to be back. Yeah, it's good. It's nice feeling. We, we don't know whether we're going to have another show, realistically, do we, at this point? As, in, uh, as Midnight in Baghdad. As Midnight in Baghdad, or as this format. And, you know, there's a lot to happen. Uh, well, no, I can summer, say one thing. Hiatus has changed. Opened our eyes a little bit. Yeah. So, folks, please give us some feedback. Let us mm. know what you think and what, what direction you would like us to We'll take. definitely have a Christmas special. Oh, we will. We yeah, will. But we, will. We, might, we mightn't be back again. No. Well, listen, I've been Goldie Metcalf. I've been Charlie Notton. And this has been Midnight in Baghdad. Good night, folks. <laughs>